your host, Elder Christine Pearson. So glad to be here with Elder Diane Winfrey, Apostle McGill, my yoke fellow in the gospel. And I'm just so grateful for this opportunity uh, as a senior elder of Ancient of Days Ministries International to minister to you the unsearchable riches of Christ Jesus. This, this uh, mystery of the redemption of mankind, it was hidden in God before the foundation of the world ages ago. God had purposed in his heart that Christ would be in us, the hope of glory, mm -hmm. that we will be conformed to the image of his dear son, that we will be sons and daughters, and he will be our God. This was purposed in, in God before he made the worlds, the mountains, the hills, the habitable part of the earth. He had purposed this in him, that man in him would be one in the Glory spirit. One. Mm -hmm. Amen. That, that, that he would love us and that we would love him and submit to him and obey him and follow his guidance. And he would lead us into paths of righteousness into the way everlasting. He had he, he would give us eternal life with him. Yes. This was his purpose from the uh, beginning of the world, before he even made the world. And it is still his purpose now. Thank you. Uh, this is the time of the year where we're going to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I just thank God for, for the opportunity uh, to... Uh, uh, share in that celebration and for those of you that are, are listening I, I was praying uh, concerning my radio listening audience concerning this broadcast even this studio that God will have his way mm -hmm. and that God will be with us throughout this holiday season and into the new year 2023 uh, I've been praying that God would open our understanding, give us enlightenment, give us direction on which way to go. Even when we have our, on December the 25th, which we all know is not Jesus' birthday. We know that. But it's just a day that we have taken to celebrate the birth of our Lord Savior. And I just wanted to say to all that are listening, when you do have your celebration, let it be a joyous occasion. Let there be peace. In, in the midst of you all and to remember remember above all why we are celebrating Amen. I have a sign in front of my house that I put out every uh, year this this season that Jesus is the reason for the season it's a big red and white sign and you can't miss it when you go past and just want you to remember that Jesus is the reason and also the fact that that God sent you here in time. Amen? Right. He didn't send us in eternity like the angels and, and, and uh, the other heavenly hosts. He sent us into time mm -hmm. and gave us eternal life in this time period. And remember that you were sent here for a purpose, body of Christ, for a reason, for a word, for a work. That's why you were sent here. And it could be at this gathering, you'll find 
uh, on your Christmas celebration, that you'll find purpose in sharing the truth about this day. And we're not talking about trying to shove stuff down people's throats, but gently, you know how the Holy Spirit can lead you into that? Mm -hmm. When he leads you into that, don't get afraid. Mm -hmm. Don't start fearing what they're going to think or, or this and that. No, just gently share what Christ came here to do. You never know. You might be the last person that they will hear that from before they leave time and go into eternity. All right. Amen. Take advantage of it. Don't think about yourself. Don't fear anything. But as the Holy Ghost leads you, take the opportunity, whether they are, whether, like the Bible said, whether they will hear you or whether they won't hear you, whether they like it or whether they don't like it, whether it's in season or whether it's out of season, take your moment. Take your moment to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what you're here for. You are an ambassador of Jesus Christ. Amen. You are a representative of the kingdom of Almighty God. Amen. Your citizenship or your uh, residency is not on the earth. It's in heaven. That's where you live. You've just been sent here to do the work. Work while it's day, because night is coming when no man can work. Amen. Hear me. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Love whoever you encounter or whoever crossed your path. Love them enough that you will tell them the truth. Amen. This is what Pontius Pilate, uh, I was studying about that, and I'm just going to share a little bit of that because uh, most of it I'm going to share on our next broadcast. But I just want to share what the Holy Spirit was leading me in for our next broadcast. In John 18 and 37, for those of you that have your Bibles, and I want you to uh, go to Leviticus 26 and put a ribbon in that. That's where we're going to finish up on our covenant teaching today. But if you go over to John 18:37, we understand that now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise that that a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. We will call his name Emmanuel. The angel dealt with Joseph and told him that uh, Mary has conceived in a womb a son and. He should call his name Jesus or Yeshua. Amen. <clears throat> he shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. He's going to be called the son of El Elyon. And I dug into who El Elyon was. But Pilate asked this question in John 18, 37. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? Because Jesus had just told him in verse 36, that my kingdom is not of this world. And so Pilate says, so are you a king then? Jesus answered, thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. And this is what I really like. 
Because in verse 38, Pilate said, what is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews and said unto them, I find in him no fault at all. When Pilate and Jesus encountered, something changed. Something changed. The atmosphere changed. An era or a belief system in Pilate changed. Because when I read it in the Amplified Classic, listen. Pilate said to him, then you are a king. Jesus answered, say it. You speak correctly. See, Jesus revealed to Pilate that he was a king. <laughs> a lot of times when we read it in the King James, we don't really pick that up. Mm -hmm. But Pilate, it was revealed to him that Jesus was a king. Matter of fact, the king of kings. And it says, for I am a king. Certainly I am a king. This is why I was born. And for this... I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. And I went over to the expanded Bible. That gives us another realm of understanding. I don't really just focus in on various versions other than the King James. But some of these versions, they make it clear so that we get a fuller understanding. And in the expanded Bible, it said, Pilate said... So you are a king. Jesus answered, You are the one saying, I am a king. <laughs> this is why I was born. And came into the world to tell people the truth. Now we want to know what this word truth is. And we hear it almost every Christmas. What is truth? Well, actually he's talking He's bearing record of himself, and according to John 8, 14, and John 14 and 6, where he says, I am Yahweh. That's what I, it means. I am. I will be what I will be. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. The presence of the Lord is falling right now in here. And... Truth in the Greek is aletheia, and it means a true principle or belief is irrefutable in accordance with fact or uh, <coughs> reality. It's genuineness, accuracy. It's the gospel. It's listed, the gospel is listed as truth. It really is, the gospel. The good news is classified as truth. Authenticity, verifiable, actuality, it's real. It's a state of being true. So I wanted to share with you. Now, I, you know, I, I, I may say, you know, about the Magi, when you give gifts. When you buy your gifts this Christmas, I'm not against giving gifts at any time but always give Jesus a gift because actually it is his birthday don't leave Jesus out of your gift giving 
And you say, well, how can I give to Jesus? And he tells us in Matthew 25, if you give to the least of these my brethren, you've given it unto me. And who is that? That's the poor. That is the people in prison. That is the homeless. The sick, do you visit them? The nursing home. All of these things, do you go and share my word or do you provide means wherein they could come out of their suffering? You know, do you feed the hungry? Do you clothe the naked? Do you visit those that are in prison? You may not physically be able to do all of that, but you can contribute to it being done. And he said, if you've done it unto the least of these my brethren, you've done it unto me. So that's how you can give like the Magi did at Christmas. They gave their gifts to Jesus. Don't leave him out this Christmas. And acknowledge him when you get up in the morning on Christmas Day. Thank him. Tell him happy birthday. It's a pleasure to be able to celebrate with you, my Lord, the day that you were born. Because even in Luke 11 and 12, um, let's just turn over to that. Luke, no, not Luke 11 and 12, it's Luke 2. The second chapter of Luke, and I'm going to share that and we're going to get right into our covenant. These are the things that sometimes while I'm in prayer or in study, the Holy Spirit bring these important truths to me and I need to share them uh, sometimes because a lot of people sometimes are not being taught some of these truths and so I have to make sure that when it's my turn I bring it out and for those of you that have your Bibles in Luke 2 uh, we're going to start it well Let's start at 8. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in their field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Uh, isn't it amazing that Jesus went to the shepherds? You know, he was born in that realm because they were not just uh, keeping the, this flock. These sheep were going to be sacrificed lambs. That's where they were keeping them. And they had to be without blemish or without spot. These were going to be the, the lambs that the priest is going to sacrifice on the altar. Okay? Uh, for sin. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were so afraid. Now listen to this. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And I brought that up to say, up until this time, the angels had never seen the Lord. All they saw in eternity was that he was the Word of God. And according to John 1, and I believe it's 14, it says the word was made flesh and dwell among us. And they had never seen him as Yeshua. Mm. They have only saw him as the word of God. And this is 
what they saw. They finally saw Christ, the Lord. And that's why in verse 13, Luke 2, 13, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God, amen, and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. This was their first time ever beholding him. Because all before this, he was just the word of God. And the word was made flesh. Amen. Mm -hmm. And according to Luke 135, uh, this word that Mary received, she conceived it in her womb and brought forth a son. Amen. Mm -hmm. This is how powerful the word of God is. Amen. It's so powerful, it can bring itself to pass. Amen. And it will not return void. And this Christmas, my prayer to you is that you get into the Word of God. Let Him speak to you. Let Him fellowship with you. Let Him bathe you in His light, in His presence. Let Him change you from glory to glory by His Spirit. Amen. You will never be the same. And you will be <clears throat> you will be with him eternally. And others you can draw draw in to this great, great good news and gift. Amen. Of eternal life with Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Don't miss this opportunity. And I believe I'm saying this because God is gonna bring this opportunity to you wherein you're going to be able to share what all the world is celebrating. Amen. There, it's not just here in America. All over the world, they celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for uh, that. And uh, one last thing we're going to do. Uh, we were talking about covenant and uh, I believe this will be my last thing. Covenant is so multifaceted, and there are certain things I wanted to bring out. We were talking about um, exchanging names, remember? Uh, once we uh, were in covenant, uh, Jesus gave us his name, and it says that uh, in my name you shall cast out devils and if you ask anything in my name I will give it unto you so this is a thing I wanted to make sure that I, I wanted you to know that that you change names when you are in covenant with the Lord and that he not only uh, will give you his name uh, to to cast out devils but as far as anything that you will ask you now has his name. Amen. You have his name when it comes down to finances, healing, deliverance, peace, soundness. And in his name, you can decree and declare that. Um, I was so impressed with Elder when she was talking about on, the, on one of our broadcasts about how that, that we are made in the image and likeness of God. And that our words are, as Christ is, so are we. 
And in John 6, 63, he says, uh, the words that I speak are spirit, and they are life. Well, spirits, uh, uh, a spirit moves around and does things. Mm -hmm. And he has life in him, so it's going to bring forth life. So Elder was talking about how that we need to be careful what we decree, what we say out of our mouth, because our words don't just fall to the ground, but they are spirit. They're invisible, invisible uh, uh, spirit, uh, I would call interactions. And when you say it, that spirit that goes forth out of your mouth goes forth to accomplish that which you have said. Amen. Whether it be for good or whether it be for evil. Amen. And when you declare in Jesus' name, you're going to bring forth that word that you have decreed. And if you are not renewed in your mind and you just speak things out of your mouth, your words, because you are in, come on now, the image and likeness of God. Amen. That is a spiritual aspect. And it will produce, just like it says in Isaiah 55, as the, as the, the rain comes down and the snow for heaven, it waters the earth and make it bring forth yes. and bud. It, 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 as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, it returneth not thither, but it watereth, hallelujah, mm -hmm. the earth and make it, it makes it bring forth and bud. Mm -hmm. It's a spiritual principle. Amen. So when you begin to declare and decree, make sure in Jesus' name, that you're not using anything but his word. Not your opinion, not what you think, not what you feel. Feelings are fickle. This is what the whole world is going on, going on about now. Well, I feel this and I feel that. Your feelings are highs and lows. They come and they go. So today you might be feeling bad and you might put that out in the atmosphere. And guess what? Bad gonna come before you because the word is designed to reproduce after its own kind. That's the way God made it. It's like a seed. It is a seed. And it will reproduce after its own kind. Come Amen, Elder? Come on here. Amen. And this is why we can't just be, you know, uh, unobservant or unaware. We need to be precise mm -hmm. as uh kings and priests before God. We got to act like a king. We got to act like a priest. And when we come before and speak things, we better be mindful of what we're saying. A lot of us are in the situation right now because of what has come out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. And you wonder, well, why is this happening? And why? What have you been saying for the last week? What has come out of your mouth? Did you understand when you were speaking these things that they were spirit? 
And that by you being an image of God, you can give life to that thing? Have you thought about it? Do you think about when Jesus speaks that he's just speaking in the air or is he giving you spiritual law? Is he trying to explain to you what actually is happening when you talk? You see? And when he said every idle word, you're going to have to give an account. Why did he say that? You know why he said it? Because your words are spirit. And they actually go forth and accomplish things. In your life, in your family, at your job, in your neighborhood. Amen? We better get a revelation. Even Mark 11, 24, or 20, 22, one of those, it says, that if we believe what we say and doubt not, right. we're going to have it. Right. And we've heard that over and over, but we still don't take it uh, seriously. We still say and flippantly say things that come out of our mouth that we need to not say. Even thoughts in our mind, mm. Elder. How many times, you know, the enemy will bombard you with thoughts constantly. Not even, not only bombard you with thought, but he will intrude into your thought realm and give you pictures and, and video of the stuff. And if you don't know that that, that is coming from the devil, you bet might verbalize it, put it into the atmosphere, you in the image and likeness of God. And then that spirit goes forth to bring it to pass. Mm -hmm. I'm saying it slowly so you can actually absorb this and understand. And not be uh, children tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. But to be uh, a son, like it says in Hebrew, mature. Mm -hmm. Having your senses exercised by practice unto using God's words and not allowing all of this frivolous talk and deceitful work interrupt and interfere. Amen. When God created the heavens and the earth, he didn't do anything but speak. That's right. He didn't get out there and dig, you know, move the, the firmament back and forth, <laughs> none of that. How did it get done? Somebody got it done. Somebody went and did that. I think about, Elder, I think about when he talked to the earth to bring forth and the animals. And the Lord showed me that all of that was in the earth before he even spoke it. He had already put it in the earth. The trees, the vegetation, it was already in the earth, hidden. You couldn't see it. But when he spoke it, it came forth, even the animals, and they had life in them. The trees had seed bearing after their own kind. The animals had seed in them bearing. All of that was life, and it was life more abundantly. And uh, I just want us, uh, Elder, if you want to say something, I'll give you something, because this thing that you said the other day, it has not gone away. 
it has been working and working because it came directly from glory, from the corridors of glory. And this is something that the Holy Spirit want the body of Christ to pay attention to because we allow circumstances, situations to move and shake us and then we get out of our role as, as the royal priesthood and then sometimes we find ourselves uh, jesting with the world system mm -hmm. and, and making jokes and, and not speaking truth when we should and, and, and all of this stuff get all mingled and bound up and we in the situation that we're in now. Even when it comes to our government, our nation, what are you saying? Oh, well, this is this and this is this. But what do you want? Do you want that, what you're saying? Or do you want life? Mm. Well, if you want life, you have to speak it. You can't speak what you see and what you hear and what you feel and what you think. you got to speak the word. Mm -hmm. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, re, uh, reprove rebuke, and exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. Amen. That's your role. Yes. Speak the word only. That's what Jesus did. Elder, did you want to say anything about that? One of the things that you said about the fact that uh, what we say has so much power. Mm. Yeah. Another reason it has so much power is because we've been made in the image of God. Mm. And if we are made in his image, if what he did worked, mm -hmm. we have to use those same things Amen. in order to be effective mm -hmm. here in the earth. So we come from a speaking God. Amen. <clears throat> and so we have that same power to mm -hmm. speak a thing into existence mm -hmm. and to see it manifest. And, and, and that's one of the, the things that I love about the power of the word. When you come into that kind of understanding, yes. you won't be quick mm -hmm. to say things flippantly. Mm -hmm. You won't be quick to come in agreement with what other people are mm -hmm. saying. You're going to press pause and you're going to say, okay, now how is this lining up, mm -hmm. you know, with what the word of God says? Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I remember when we were children, my dad used to be very, very uh, serious about representing his home. Mm -hmm. And he would say, whenever you leave this house, you represent this house and the standard Amen. that's in this house. And I think that we as Christians have forgotten mm -hmm. that we represent God Amen. when we go out. And that everything about us needs to look like him, sound like him, Amen. smell like him. And we need to be like him when we are around other people so that other people will know from whose house That's we've come so and, where we and what we represent. Amen. And that there's a certain standard that we are not going to deviate from. Because that standard is a standard of righteousness, holiness, peace, right. joy, and in, in, in the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. And that's who we really are. Royalty mm -hmm. on display uh -huh. and exhibited in every place that we go. So speaking uh, like our Father. Mm -hmm. 
So that means we don't go to church with those jeans we got the holes in the knees. <laughs> Is the, when people see us with those things on, do that represent the kingdom of God as hmm. apostle? Yeah. Uh, what does it represent? When they see me in these jeans <coughs> that slit and uh, all of this and, and I got tattoos all over me, uh, <laughs> you know, what am I, am I representing the king of kings? I mean, I'm not being facetious. I'm yeah, really yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. But you made an excellent. We got to be aware yeah. that we serve a king. Mm -hmm. We're representing a king. Mm -hmm. And how are we going about doing it? Are we going about representing our king looking like the world? Because when the world see you, they, with all of that stuff on, they think you're one of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and we think nothing of it. That church yeah. thinks nothing of it. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying, don't you understand? Do you know, are you a yeah. king, uh, representing a king? Yes. And they're going to say, well, you know, uh, you judging. And I'm telling you, right, I'm God. judging. Glory to God. You're right. That's my job. Mm -hmm. First Corinthians 6 and 2 tells here. me that. Uh -huh. Yes. Mm -hmm. That I'm going to judge angels. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. You know, that, that was beautiful, Elder. And I'm so glad that others are saying, this morning I was in prayer and the Lord said, we're in a season now where the true servants, his servants, whom he have called, are saying just what you're saying. And he said this, it's not judging, but you're loving them. Mm -hmm. huh? mm -hmm. to, to, but the enemy has set that judgmental defense yeah. in the church mm -hmm. so that you don't say anything to anybody. Mm -hmm. And folks are afraid to say anything. If you love me, please tell me. Don't mm -hmm. wait until I fall Come on or die in my sins. Mm -hmm. Cause you can't, you can't help me then. Mm -hmm. You can't. Mm -hmm. Please don't tell me you saw it coming. Please don't. Mm -hmm. You want to see somebody angry, and you tell me that you love me. Mm -hmm. You saw me falling and didn't even at least suggest that I turn from that thing. Mm -hmm. The word modesty come to mind, Elder, when you talked about the appearance. Mm -hmm. We've forgotten that. Mm -hmm. If Jesus is meek and lowly, he didn't parade himself. You know flexing his muscles and showing his body and all that stuff. There's a behavior, there's a conduct that becometh the gospel. Okay? And folks are afraid. I thank God for the fearlessness that you have, Elder. Mm -hmm. Thank God. But tell me this, when, when John was on the Isle of Patmos and huh? he beheld the glory of God, I wonder, did Jesus have on jeans with holes in them when John saw him? Did, I mean, he looked, I mean... He, he was clothed yeah. in a garment, gold and patent mm -hmm. and a robe. Yeah. He represented a king. Mm -hmm. And you said something about your father. Mm -hmm. How would your father have felt yeah. if y'all went out the house and started acting like like you don't you, you don't even know your daddy? Or, how would he have felt mm -hmm. if y'all had went out there and acted like anything but his self, your father's house. How, I mean, just, I'm not saying how you look, but how do you think your father felt mm -hmm. if he saw y'all out there and you were displaying things other than what he is and what he stands mm -hmm. for? How would he feel? I, I, I often think about if my mm. dad could see how young men dress now, mm. if he were still in the earth and saw how young, he would be devastated.
because there was something about him. You never saw him, you know, with anything out of place. He was always uh -huh. in order. Yeah. And he felt that that was how a man mm -hmm. should represent mm -hmm. him, not only himself, but his household mm -hmm. when he stepped out. And he expected the same thing from us as girls. Don't you dare go out and, and, and represent this house because what you do is going to reflect back mm -hmm. on me. Come on now. And he was very, very serious about that. But I think that one of the things that's that's taken us down this horrible road that we're traveling right now is this this desire to be relevant. Come on. You know, we want to be relevant to the people that we're trying to disciple and we're trying to evangelize. Well, that's fine to a point, but not to the point that you want to dress like them, talk like them, act like them in order to reach them. Do you know what I'm saying? We, can't, we should not be lowering. And they will tell you. <laughs> the world will come back in your fa face and say, well, 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 you ain't got no business acting like that. Yeah. You ain't got no business dressing like that. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm going to share this. The Holy Spirit brought to me to hold my pastor. <laughs> but our pastor this Sunday, he said something, and it kind of, the whole church kind of went silent. Because he admitted, and I don't think, it, you could go online and see if he'll tell you to say he said it online, on Facebook. But he said that he had stopped dressing because he was fearing what people would think about him. And you know, I didn't see really nothing wrong with his dress, but 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 uh sometime, you know, you know, uh he said his father had left him fur coats and alligator shoes and a whole beautiful wardrobe his father had. His father's passed now. And he said it's just been sitting in the closet. And he feared to wear those things because he was concerned about what people would think about him. And he just drew the line in the sand. He said, from this day forth, I'm aware of what my father has given me to wear. I don't care what you think. Mm. And we, as you said, Apostle, we got to have the courage and the boldness yes. to be sons of God in the midst of a perverse and crooked nation and stand out, you know, like a beacon light and so what if you think whatever, you whatever, one thing I found about it, they might judge you, they might talk about you, they might scandalize your name, but when they're in trouble. My goodness, the first one they call. They're coming to you. The very first time. It's been my experience. For mm -hmm. <laughs> since mm -hmm. they, yeah. They yeah. coming to you because they know that you know something that they don't know. Yeah. They, they, they might try to intimidate you or manipulate you to change your uh, status quo. Don't change, Amen. no matter what. Mm -hmm. When I came there, I said to myself, and I, I told Apostle and Elder Carolyn too, uh, when I came to your anniversary, somebody asked me, how come you dress like that? I said, because I've been sitting in my closet and I'm wearing my stuff. Amen. I got some beautiful stuff. I'm going to wear it. Yeah. And, and and I stood out like like uh, everybody wasn't dressing like that. And honey, I I shouted in my new stuff and praise God in yeah. my fine clothing. And I am not changing. 
what God has given me, I'm going to wear my stuff. I know a lot of pastors, wives. You know you got some good stuff. And you concerned about what the congregation going to say. Honey, wear your stuff. Wear your stuff proudly. It's going to put you in a realm of respect that you don't even know about. It's going to speak for you. If you will stand in the place where God has placed you as a queen. Mm. And you, pastor, as a king. And let them see what glory is all about. What the king of kings is representing. What he looks like. When they come into your sanctuary, let them know they're coming into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. They're not coming to the local bar. That's good. They're coming to the kingdom of God, and you got to respect God's house. You got to acknowledge him. No matter what you think and bring in from the world, uh-uh, honey, it stops here. You in the kingdom now, and we're going to tell you what the kingdom looks like mm. and what the kingdom acts like. We are ambassadors, representatives of a king, Hallelujah. and we need to walk in it, Amen. walk in our kingship. Amen. Walk in, talk in our kingship. Amen. Don't be saying every old thing what you done heard yeah. or some slang you done got. Don't bring that stuff in the world in here. No, we speak the word of God. We decree and declare the yeah. kingdom of God. You got to let them know what the kingdom is all about. Amen. Yeah. Who else going to do it? The world's certainly not going to do it. They don't know nothing about it. Right. But you know. And don't you be embarrassed or ashamed of this God. Hallelujah. Because it is the power of God unto salvation mm. to anybody who believes. Amen. It is the power of God. Yeah. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I don't care who knows it and who don't like it. Hallelujah. Because number one, body of Christ, we are invincible. Until Jesus tell us to come home. So there ain't no weapon formed against us going to prosper. Yeah, yeah. So let them talk. You know, let them mock. They did the same thing to Yeshua. But I tell you one thing. Honey, on the third day, he rose up with all power. Hallelujah. He said, death, where is your sting? Grave, where is your victory? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And he got a name. That is above every name in heaven, earth, and beneath the earth. Yeah. Let me tell you that time is only for a specific era, but it's not eternity. We dealing with eternity. What you do now in time is going to impact what's going on in eternity. Hallelujah. I want you to make your inroad now in the era of time that will uh, impact eternity. You got to look at it other than you. You got it. It's bigger than you. Amen. You got to look at what God sent you here to do. It's bigger than you and what you going through. He sent you here to impact the world. Mm -hmm. That's why he sent you here. Uh -huh. You got to understand that when you walk, when you talk, when you think, when your mannerism, the way you walk, the way you dress. He didn't send you here to be some bum from the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Or like you going to a Sunday picnic. Amen. He came. He said that he has made us. What? Yeah. Kings. And priests. And we shall reign. Mm -hmm. We are reigning kings.
kings yeah. even now. Don't forget that. Amen. Remember who you are. And if you don't forget, get back in the book. He will make sure you, you know who you are mm -hmm. and in whom you believe. Mm -hmm. And he said, I will be a God and you will be my people. Mm -hmm. This time, the era of time is temporary, honey. You can't just live in time and walk in a bubble. You got to understand that time, it, it's going to be over. In Revelations, it, it tells you there will be time no longer. Yeah. Read Revelations 10. There's going to be a time when time is going to be over. You're going to be in eternity. Yeah. And that's what's real. That's what is going to last forever. Mm -hmm. Which you, your eternity begins your life now. And so what you do now in time is going to impact and influence what you're going to be in eternity. Amen. You got to look at it that way. You can't look at this world and be watching everything, you know, ooh, the, the uh, chain supply, you know, the uh, uh, all of the border things and all of this. That's the world. Yeah. That's the world, honey. And he told you, come out, my people. You're supposed to be impacting from your position as a king. Yeah. Amen. Your citizenship, your residency, your home is in heaven. Amen. Understand that. That you have been sent here to represent a king. I thank God for you, Elder. Because the Lord had, that was a word from the Lord. That is a word from the Lord. Yeah. And I'm trusting that maybe one day you'll be able to even embellish on that. I want to add one thing yes, before on. we, we move on. But this is definitely in line with covenant. Yes. I'm getting, if we get we back understand to that, that we are coming before a king in everything that we do, everything that we say, and everything that we present ourselves to be. Mm -hmm. I appeal to every worship leader. Mm -hmm. I appeal to every musician who stands in the house of the Lord. Do not forget that the worship is for God. Mm -hmm. The worship is to God. Mm -hmm. And you are to be led by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm to give him what he desires and not the top 25 praise and worship songs. Not to dress like your most popular or favorite worldly entertainer. Let's dispense of the torn jeans on the platform, the hats. Men, I come from a time when men took their hats off when they entered into especially the house of God. Amen. But to sit behind your instrument mm. every Sunday wearing a hat, mm. to it's me is very disrespectful mm. to the presence of God. Mm. Let's dispense, ladies, of wearing clothes that show every crease, wrinkle, bump, crevice. and crevice. Mm -hmm. Let's be modest in our mm. apparel. So that we are not causing those who are watching us who may be less mature to stumble. Mm. 
or to be focused on what your body type is mm. versus the message that you are trying to convey. Your praise and your worship is not for the people. Mm. Your praise on, and us. worship is for Almighty God. Mm. He is the audience. Mm. You are leading according to what you do privately. Mm. And if your very best leading of the congregation <clears throat> is imitation of something that you've seen or something that you've heard, mm -hmm. you are not worshiping mm. Almighty God. Stop telling people what to do in the midst of praise and worship. Mm. Mm -hmm. This is not a, a game of Simon Says. Mm -hmm. Don't tell people to lift their hands. If Don't tell people to praise God. If this is not born out of their personal relationship mm -hmm. with him, it is a simple session of Simon Says or song leading. Mm -hmm. Be consciously aware that you will give an account mm -hmm. for everything mm -hmm. that you do in the office to which you've been called mm -hmm. or to the place that you have found yourself because you were enamored with it and you just wanted to do it. <clears throat> Don't worship, worship. Worship God. Because he's looking for those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. I love it. I love it. I'm going to not wanting to cut this off, but I have to because I want to finish this because we're going to go into more of this with the birth of Christ on our next broadcast. I will not be broadcasting on the 27th. I won't, we won't be broadcasting, but just let me finish this. But this is what the Spirit is saying to the church. I want you to remember what Elder is saying. I want you to hear her clearly because this was a word from the Lord and I wasn't going to let it just be swept away with what we were doing in covenant. I, we needed for this to be brought out and understood because the body of Christ, I don't know if they, they know who they are. They have been messing around in the world, so they didn't forget who they are mm. and why they're here. But let's just go to, uh, we're going to finish up on covenant, and then I'm opening up for anybody else that may have something to say. Uh, we were talking about, in, uh, we, uh, Jesus had given us his name, and he told us in his name, you know, we can cast out devils and, and that kind of thing. And that if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Uh, he's given us his name. So, and it's not for us to just use it worldly. But it's use it to advance the kingdom. We don't. We we're supposed to be restraining the darkness. That's what we're here for. And this is why I'm saying the last person that we're gonna talk about in covenant is that God made a covenant with America. All right. Our forefathers, uh, they sought the Lord, and they established. This America is a God-fearing nation. 
uh, one nation under God, individual, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We had God on our money. We had God in our schools. We had God in our government, you know, and uh, in God we trusted, we relied on. And God made America one of the greatest nations that ever was. We had the baddest military, social, and everything on all of those uh, areas. Government, arts, education, all of that. God made America great. You know, and uh, that's why we were seeing, you know, from the oceans to the valleys to the oceans why we're from. God bless America, my home, sweet home. And God blessed America. My nephew said, well, did America bless God? Mm -hmm. That's the key. No, she didn't. When she got fat, she kicked. <laughs> Just like Jeshurun, Deuteronomy 32, 15. God gave them everything. And when he got fat, got full, got prosperous, got rich, then he assumed, this is the problem. Yeah. When you get all of this, you, your, your brain goes on disconnect. You say, well, who? I got all of this. I don't need God. What do I need God for? And you done forgot that you wouldn't have got nothing if it wasn't for God. It was God that owned the cattle on a thousand hills. It's God that has all the silver. You didn't have nothing. He gave it to you because that's the kind of God he is. He's a shepherd, and you won't lack nothing with him. He's going to treat you like a king's kid. Everything, you know, he's going to endow you. What you'll find it over in Ezekiel 16 about when he passed by Israel, that she was polluted in her blood. And he saw that it was the time of love, and he spread his skirt over her and made entered into a covenant. And she became his. And he decked her out, too. And then once she got decked out, then she went after her lovers and took all of that gold and silver and bracelets and stuff and started giving it to surrounding nations. And they came right on in and polluted her, too. Just like America. That's what happened when God made covenant and America became great. And then she began to say, oh, well, I'm going to sit as a queen and nobody going to deal with me. I'm going to get involved in uh, immorality. I'm going to shed as much innocent blood as I want to. Uh, I'm going to commit adultery and everything else because that's what my sinful nature wants to do. And they broke covenant. They broke covenant. I'm telling you, uh, it says that in our government, our school, they took all the God out of there. In our home, now I, I, I'm watching uh, students fighting and kicking at these schools and threatening the teachers and beating on the teachers. And I say the parents, those are those parents' children. Why ain't they teaching their children uh. anything? Now, now they got to go and get metal detectors and all of this. And those are the parents' kids. And you sitting there watching them beat up your teachers that you sent them there to learn to educate them. 
and and uh, you watching them fighting and scratching and looking like the world and dressing. You parents, you are allowing this. Honey, let me tell you something. My daddy went to school with us. <laughs> and he told us point blank. I did not send you there to act up. That's what that was when he was wielding that board of education. Amen. He said, I didn't send you there for you to cut up. I sent you there to learn. And he said, if you don't know nothing, at least you can keep your mouth shut. That's what he did. And honey, he wheeled that board of education, and baby, his smoke came out of there. We knew better than to go to school and cut up. Yes, indeed. But now since we don't we don't honor God when he tells us to train up our kids in the way that we should mm. go, when he tells the fathers to teach our children, the, 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 when you walk by the way, when you lay down, you know, to uh, speak about God, mm. we don't do that. Yeah. We got the, we in the ball games at the hockey things and, and, and we doing just like the world. Yeah, we don't forsook for God. Mm. That's what Jeshurun did. When he got fat, he forsook God. He turned to another God. He started honoring Baal and Baal worship. You taking your daughters to the abortion clinic. You, the parent. What kind of, what is that? I mean, what is this? Yeah. Either we're going to honor God, we're going to thank God for blessing us, we're going to walk in it. Walking in his covenant and his commandment is what made us great in the first place. What makes you think, you, you said a lot, Apostle, that you began in the spirit. You're going to now be completed in the flesh uh, in Galatians? Yeah. You started in the spirit. You're yeah. not now the flesh going to make you any better? Yeah. It's only the spirit that's going to continue to make you great. That's right. What's wrong with y'all? And, and, and you just sit back and... And I was just so upset. Let the Pope principals and all that, now they got to spend money on getting all of this metal detection when they could be using it for arts and, 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 and teaching the kids stuff. They could yeah. be using that money for something else. Because your children are hard-headed because you haven't taught them anything and you do not bear rule in your house. And don't say it ain't nothing you could do about it. I, that's a lie. Mm -hmm. It is something you yeah, can do yeah. about it. As for me and my house, we're going to serve God. Yeah. And I mean that. Don't tell me, don't tell me, oh, well, it ain't nothing. It's nothing you doing. That's what it is. Because, honey, we didn't play, we didn't play when I was coming up. Because they, they ruled, my father ruled that house. Yeah. And, and mama did too. And they could do the same thing today. You don't have to sit down and smoke weed with your kids. Yeah. Mm. Have mercy. Come on now. My goodness. Mm. You up there giving the drugs to your kids. Huh? <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. And it says here that America, right now, you breaking covenant. You done took God out of your government. You want to take it off the money in God we trust. They want to take that out. Mm. Uh, we want to take it out of our schools. We want to teach them pornography and gender and all of this other stuff. And you sitting there doing nothing. And you know that this is a slippery slope to death for your next generation. 
And like they were saying that in the 60s, there was a change, you know, uh, wherein they instituted a lot of this immorality in the 1960s, you know, about sex and all of this in the early 60s. And now they stopped teaching Judeo principles, Judeo Christian principles to our kids that started preaching about Baal worship and all mm -hmm. of this other stuff. We get abortion and all of that. Mm -hmm. And those kids now are in government and they are instituting that that they learned Powerful. in the 60s. Yeah. Because we didn't teach them. We didn't, we didn't stop prayer from being taken out of the schools. Mm -hmm. And all of this Roe versus Wade. We didn't stop none of that. We just let it ride. And now there is coming a generation that wants to perpetrate that. And we're up there, oh, Lord, what shall we do? Oh, what, what shall we do? What should we have done? Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. huh? And so, but now, what is going to happen and I don't believe we can really stop this. We just part of what's getting ready to happen since this world system does not want God in it Come on. anymore. Come on. God is going to oblige you. There you go. He said, I love them that love me. That's good. And will honor them mm -hmm. yeah. that honor me. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And since you don't want me, I've always been the type of person, Elder, if you don't want me, honey, just say so. Yes, right. I, you know what? We ain't got to fight and argue. If you don't want to be with me, just say so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know who I am, and I know oh, that yeah. Jesus is my Lord. Mm. And I don't have to put up with all of that, all of your infidelity and, and immorality. Mm -hmm. and I don't have to. If you don't, if you want that kind of life, I will let you have it. That's good. We don't have to fuss and argue. We, we just go our separate way. Yeah. And this is what God is saying. Since you don't want me anymore, since you want to indulge your flesh and all of that in the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life in the kingdom of this world, if that's what you want, I will let you have it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And this is where we're headed, body of Christ. Yeah. We might as well continue to restrain the darkness, what we want. But yeah. we headed for this. Christ coming back for his bride. That's good. And then they're going to go into the world without God. Yes. They're going to have another God. The God that they loving now, mm -hmm. he's going to become their king. Mm. He's the Antichrist. He opposes because, all things yeah. and exalts itself against everything that represents God. Since you don't want his teaching, yeah. you don't want his commandments, you don't want his, you will not get it. Yep. You will be at the mercy of the Antichrist. Yes. Mm. And some of y'all don't really understand what that means. My goodness. <laughs> you don't know what it means to be in a world without God. Without God. But you're going to find out. Yep. You're going to find out. No love. See, you think it's a cute thing, you know, if you fight up against me. If I say, don't shed innocent blood or something like that. Well, you go shake yourself and just show out in my face. Who am I? Who am I? But when I'm gone, when we take us out of here, mm -hmm. it's not going to be anybody that's going to restrain you. My goodness. You can do have at it all you want. Mm -hmm. And you're going to see how deep powerful. this rabbit hole goes. Yes. And you're going to find out, you didn't, that ain't what you wanted after all. You mm -hmm. thought you wanted that here. But see, nice. 
the saints, you better thank God for the saints. The saints is restraining a lot of that darkness right now. Mm -hmm. So you don't actually see the depths of Satan. Mm -hmm. But when they're taken away, you're going to see it all. It's going to be like what, what the Exodus said. The Exodus, you saw that movie, The Exodus? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here I am. Mm -hmm. This is what you wanted. This is what you got. This is what you got. And in order for you to live, you're going to have to bow down to me. Mm. Or you're going to die. I'm going to cut your head off. Period. You ain't going to be able to straddle the fence during that time when God leaves. Yeah. It's either you serve that Antichrist or you die. Mm -hmm. Your decision. Mm. Just like it's your decision now to serve Christ. He came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He sacrificed everything mm. so that you will not live eternally without him. He gave up his life. He gave it up. The world that he knew. He was a king in the world that he knew. He gave it up. Thought it not robbery to be equal mm. with God. Made himself a no reputation. But he humbled himself and became obedient as a slave just so that you will not have to be separated from God. <laughs> separated from life. Oh separated goodness. from the life that you see here. Mm. Now he has made it absolutely available to you. There's no reason why you shouldn't. And, and, and don't Try to lean to your understanding and say, well, you know, I ain't right. I got to get, you don't know. All he asked you to do is come unto me. Mm -hmm. He didn't ask you to be Holy Ghost Junior. Amen. He said, come <laughs> unto me and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Let me do this. Yes. All you got to do is believe that I'm Lord and that God raised me from the dead. Understand that the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, it came from El Elyon, the most high God. Yeah. It says uh, that the power of the highest overshadowed Mary. I did a study on the highest. Mm. And that holy, and the only place that it called Fing is in King James and Dorothy. But everybody else said... The Holy One, the Holy One that is being born is going to be called the Son of God. His purpose was to redeem you, to get you out of the slave market and remove you from any further sale. That's what he came to do. And I trust that if you have it during this Christmas season, accept it, Christ. Do it now. Don't wait. Don't think about it. Just obey the gospel. Obey. Trust him and obey. Amen. And also, I want you to uh, share this gospel. There's a lot of people out and about during this time of season. You're going to bump into a lot of people. Show them. Represent the king in front of them. And if the door opens that you can minister... Let them know about the King of Kings. Amen. Hallelujah. Pastor, Apostle, and Elder, did y'all have anything before we close? I just want y'all to share what God has placed on your heart because 
I know that this is a time when the Holy Spirit is is pleading. I don't. I wouldn't say pleading, but is made available the Christmas cheer, so that now a lot of hearts are open to receive what the birth of Christ was all about. And this is a good time where ears are open, hearts are open. And uh, one thing we don't want to do is to fall into the grips of this world system when you're spending all of your money on, on things and items and wind up broke on January 2020. You don't want to do that. Use the wisdom that God gave you. Stand up and be bold enough to say to your people that this time is for us to honor Christ. Even though it's a gift-giving time, you can give gifts all year, but make Christ special at this time. Don't go whole hog and, and throw all your money at mammon and wind up with nothing because he's not going to give you anything. He's going to not only take, he's going to scam you out of your money use wisdom and put Christ at the forefront. Nothing wrong with having a, a, a celebration. I Christmas trees, I think they're pretty. You know, and that kind of thing. You know, but make Christ the focal point of it all. Not worshiping these things. They're yeah. just things. But worship God. Worship the Lord. Amen. Y'all have anything y'all wanted to say? This was a great oh, teaching my today. goodness. This was just so, so timely. Because I think that be, as we are in this season of acknowledging the coming of Christ to the earth, we need to be reminded of what that really means. Absolutely. Why did he come? You know, and how are we living in that knowledge of his presence? You know, and how are we honoring him? You know, for all that he's done for us and all that he's given to us. And all he's and the, and if you think in terms of the exchange, not only of us getting his name, but look at how much he gave yeah. based upon how much he expects from us. Mm. Somehow it's not balanced. Not. <laughs> Do you know he's given us far more? than what he's expecting of us. Mm -hmm. And here we are seeking, still seeking the things of this world and not wanting to live sanctified lives, mm -hmm. lives that are set apart for him mm -hmm. and not wanting to be different or looking different, sounding different than the world. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I had said this to you a few weeks ago, I, what bothers me so much is that we are using the airways, the internet to show things that are going on in God's house in the brick and mortar uh, places where we gather so that the world can see and then there's so much mockery mm -hmm. of those things that they're seeing because they don't understand it they don't know it, they're holy and they are not to be profaned. Mm -hmm. And if, if the word of God says that Satan is the prince of the power of the mm -hmm. air, mm -hmm. why are we using 
airwaves mm -hmm. to show what's happening in his in God's house that should be holy. Mm -hmm. My thinking is, if the world wants to know what's going on in God's house, you need to come on in the house. They're not coming. And if you don't come, mm -hmm. then we need to be going out and we yeah. need to be saying mm -hmm. what God wants us to say to mm -hmm. win them, but to give them an opportunity to mock things that they don't understand. I think we have done a great disservice to the holy things of God that God has declared mm -hmm. to be holy. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's it, during this time of acknowledging the coming of the Lord, it's time for us to wake up, to repent, and to recognize the error of our ways and the ways in which we have not been good ambassadors of mm -hmm. the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amen. I, I, I don't think it's strange. Uh, you said the teaching, uh, Apostle Cassandra is, is on the uh, watching the broadcast, and she said, Apostle? teach. And that's what this was. Mm -hmm. But that's what God is calling for in this mm -hmm. hour. Uh, to, to not be afraid or ashamed, one of my favorite mm -hmm. things, mm -hmm. to not be ashamed of the gospel. Mm -hmm. And not just to speak it, but to live it. Mm -hmm. I heard that through it, in both of you all today. Um, and it's important, especially in this hour, it's something you just said a moment ago, because the hearts are open in this season. This is that, that, that celebration, uh, Christmas cheer. Christmas cheer, everybody's open to receive yeah. and to give and all that stuff. And the church more than ever ought to be giving mm -hmm. what God has given us to give. Amen. You said something else also earlier and it, it blessed me because we're, we've been ministering this to the congregation. Uh, not just on Sundays but in Bible study. God loves us so much that he'll let us go. Mm. He'll give you to yourself. <laughs> And still love you. Yes, right. And still love you. It won't fail. His love for you will not fail. No. Whether you love him or not, he his love is everlasting, Amen. literally. But he loved you enough mm -hmm. to say, you know what? I'm not going to get in your way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. not going to stop you from mm -hmm. doing you or whatever it is you think you want to do. Yes. Mm -hmm. But what made it even more powerful, Elder, is... You talked about the consequence of the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. You don't know who you're getting in bed with for mm -hmm. real, for real. That's so true. Goodness. That's true. When the church leaves, uh -huh. spirit, love, joy, all peace, that, all that is going with going it. Going with it. God taking the fruit along with fruit? it. Everything's uh, going. And the manifestation. Nothing's going to be left here uh -huh. but torment. And violence. Mm -hmm. This God that you're serving now that you think is blessing you mm -hmm. and making you happy and mm -hmm. all that stuff and feel good mm -hmm. that you have new covenant with mm -hmm. have nothing to offer mm -hmm. but death. Amen. You nailed it, Elder. May I Excellent say something teacher. right there? Because at this point they're viewing two realms. They're seeing what the kingdom of God is about with uh -huh. this beautiful horizons, the birds, just creation and all of this kind mm -hmm. of thing. That's the kingdom of light. Yeah. And then they are tempted with the kingdom of darkness, uh -huh. which is total opposition yeah. to the kingdom of light. Right. And they're seeing avarice and immorality, mm -hmm. and it tempts the flesh. Yeah. That tempts the flesh. It yeah. really does. Mm -hmm. The flesh, if it's not born again, mm -hmm. 
it goes after that. It has an inclination. Yes. It's bent. That's what it is. Yeah. It's bent on doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. If you're not born again. Yeah. And what they're seeing, they, they, they have not separated the two, uh-huh. the two realms. And they think that, oh, we can have our cake and eat it too. Yeah. Well, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Either it's going to be, you're going to uh, have one or the other. Like it said, you're going to uh, love one or hate the other. But yeah. see, at this time, while we're both coexisting here, they can't separate it. Yeah. But it's when... And, and then our influence here is restraining a yeah. lot of it. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, the law was added. You know, if they even go with the law, thou shall not, thou shall not, thou, if they obey that, then a lot of that darkness will not seep in. Yeah. But when that is take, removed, there's nothing yeah. to stop the darkness. And it says darkness will cover the earth. Mm. And gross, gross darkness. darkness. Yeah, yeah. Gross darkness to people. Yes. Yeah. That means you ain't gonna be like it was uh, 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 over there in Egypt when 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 that darkness fell. They couldn't even tell the, uh, one thing from another. Yeah. It was so dark. The darkness was so dark that they could feel it, and nobody moved because the darkness. They couldn't see a thing. Yeah. Gross darkness will cover the people. Yeah. And see, this is the thing. This is the thing why why you were saying is that they do not actually know. They don't know. No. They think they know. They think this is what they want. Yeah. But see, with every action, there is an equal, equal. opposite <laughs> reaction. Yep. Yes. Yeah. See, you you just seeing one side, but there's another side yeah. that goes with that. Yeah. That the church is keeping back that you don't see. My goodness, yeah. But when the church is gone, it coming full blown. Mm-hmm. Yep. You and and smack- nothing, no light to no. restrain it no, no more. No protection, nothing. Uh-huh. Nothing to cover yeah. you. Uh, this scripture was, was, was on me, and I stayed here, and you just kind mm-hmm. of took Go me ahead. back. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1, it says, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, mm-hmm. as we have received mercy... We faint not, or not lose heart, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, Mm -hmm. commending ourselves to every man's conscience Mm -hmm. in the sight of God. Mm -hmm. But if the gospel be hid, something Mm -hmm. that you just alluded to, it is hid to them that are lost. All right, now. In whom the God of this world, Lord Case G, have blinded, blinded the minds of them which believe, believe not. not. Least the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ By Jesus, Jesus the, Lord, the Lord, and ourselves your servants of, for Jesus' sake. Glory to God. The, one of the problems in the church is we're misrepresenting mm-hmm. the gospel. Yeah, uh, we have become Christ, and Christ has become nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, folks are looking to man and mm-hmm. not to God. Mm-hmm. Even then, when you talked about the worship, I love how you broke that down, Elder. That that we the worship isn't for man. It's for God. Right. You're worshiping God. Something we talk about it all the time in the church. I kid you not. 
So stop looking at everybody. In fact, this past Sunday, I said, we're not doing the hokey pokey. You don't need permission to worship God. I don't need to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. I come in the door praising God. Mm-hmm. Now, what you do, I, I have no control over that. If I have to control you in your worship, you're not worshiping. That's right. I'm That's worshiping right. through you. You're the puppet. I'm, I'm just yeah. telling you what to do. Right. You're, you're repeating after me. Puppet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have your own personal relationship. Right. I love that. Right. And you're supposed to have yeah. it if you come into the kingdom That's right. of God's house. Yeah. You're supposed to. Yeah. And when you bring it this? together corporately, now oh all you're doing is magnifying. Yes. Now the oh noise is louder my, in the oh kingdom. My oh, my goodness. See, we're, now we're on one accord because I don't have to tell you because you automatically, you coming in with the same mind. Amen. To worship God. We're going Same. to the You don't need to take me to the king. I know how to get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the way. And all of heaven, you get all of heaven's attention. Yeah. And then they come in yeah. and yeah, rest yeah. upon My that goodness. praise and worship. And it becomes a glorious yeah. sound That's that right. changes the entire atmosphere. atmosphere. Yeah. And God himself comes <laughs> and sits and just rests yeah. there yeah. in the presence of what is glorifying him. Thank you, Lord. And then he dispenses the needs you, and everything. Amen. You don't have to ask him for anything. Nothing. Come on. It's covered. He delights in us. He inhabits the praises. He dwells in that, just knowing that alone. It is not, this story is not being told. Yeah. Yeah. But it's being told now. Yeah. I like what you said, too, uh, Elder uh, Pearson, about the flippant attitude about mm. God now. Yeah. How we just say any old thing out of our mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it, it is even our attire. You know, well, God said, come as you are. That's not even scriptural. That's come not on. even, that's not Thank a scripture. You. That's not a scripture. Thank you. That's not in the word of God. Thank you. That's but here, good. even if you do come as you are, He's not going to leave you as you are. Mm-hmm. God doesn't clean up the just the inside. Mm-hmm. The inside, though, the outside should match the inside. Mm-hmm. I've been born again. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I've watched it. There's a separate look, a distinction mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that separates me from the world. Yeah. And you know, vice versa. You know what I used to do, yes. my behavior, my my attire, all of that. If I'm trying to uh, attract you, I even got preachers telling women, you know, uh, uh, do what attracts men. Ruth didn't try to attract Boaz. Ruth wasn't even thinking about Boaz. She had her mind was not on Boaz. Go get your Boaz. This all this foolishness that's being taught. But folks are buying it because that's what they want to hear. It's the itching ear. Mm -hmm. But but this was an excellent. Now tell me, what? does it mean to be an ambassador? Mm. Now that is scriptural. Yeah. We say come. Yeah. You said they're telling you to come as come yeah. as we are or uh-huh. something like this. But what the Bible says that we are ambassadors. ambassadors. So what does ambassador mean? Representative. We represent the one who sent us. You know, the messenger represents the one who sent they have, we're we're, we're uh, 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 coming with a message mm-hmm. from the one who mm-hmm. sent us. You're an ambassador, one sent, or uh, uh, well, I'm saying the same thing. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, 
but but we're representing mm -hmm. or honoring the person that sent me by not only saying, mm -hmm. but my conduct yes. should be that as if he's standing right there with me and mm -hmm. I'm talking to you mm -hmm. about what he said. Right. Uh -huh. And your apparel your right. shows what he is. Mm -hmm. So when they see you, even though you. he's not coming, mm -hmm. you're coming. Yeah, yeah. So when they see you, you should reflect the one who sent you. Uh -huh. Unless you're in the world and you reflecting him. Uh -huh. You know, if you're going to reflect him, then don't come and say, well, I'm coming as I is because I'm coming like I come as I am. Mm. Because the Lord didn't tell you to come as you. Yeah. He told you to be an ambassador. Yeah. Second Corinthians 5. Oh. Let's just read that. Yeah, yeah. Second, it's right there. We we right there. You were in four. Mm -hmm. Let's um uh go to uh huh uh let's see here. Well, let's just go to eighteen and all things. Second Corinthians five eighteen. Uh huh. And all things are of God who have reconciled us to Himself by Jesus Christ uh -huh. and have given to us what the ministry, ministry. of reconciliation. Yeah. Yeah. To wit, the God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Mm -hmm. Now then, we are, are ambassadors, ambassadors. Yes. for who? Christ. Christ. Yeah. He's a risen Savior. Yeah. He's a risen King. Yeah. All right? Mm -hmm. As though God... See, this is not... John, this is Second Corinthians. We the past Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah, when yeah. John saw him on the Isle of Patmos, he was dressed as a king, and it said, "Now then, we yeah. are ambassadors for Christ, we, as yeah. though God did beseech you by us, uh -huh. by us." Yeah. We pray you in Christ's what? Stand. In His place. Yeah, yeah. In His state. In his rank. Yeah. Amen? Mm -hmm. Be ye reconciled to God. Yeah. This is this is our instruction. Mm -hmm. This is our direction. Yeah. It's not we go out in the world and grab something out in the world and then come bring it into church and then, then uh, smear it all up in my face about what we're going to do. Yeah. No, we go to the Word of God. That's good. Find out what he says. Yeah. And we be imitators. Of Christ. Mm -hmm. This is our instruction, not the world. That's right. Yeah. Colossians 1 and 14. Mm -hmm. I believe 14, 15. Amen. In whom we have redemption mm -hmm. through his blood, yeah. even the forgiveness of sin, who is the image. Uh -uh. Uh, that's why the verse, <laughs> verse 15. Who is the image of the invisible God, mm. the firstborn of every creature. Yes. We know that he is also the head of the body, right. the church. Mm -hmm. right. We, being the church, mm -hmm. if Christ is the head of it, what does the rest of the body supposed to look like? That's Come excellent. Come on. Hey, we are the image of the invisible God now. Right. He took our place, and now we're supposed to take his place in right. the earth. Glory right. to God. All the while you were teaching that, all that was just poured in. Mm -hmm. And it's so simple. It's not complicated. No. It's not. Right. We're to all these rules. No, if we follow the instructions, they won't. You don't have to worry about a rule. Right. 
Because you're following, and we're all supposed to, the same instructions are for everyone. Mm-hmm. The unbeliever, and the, especially the believer. Mm-hmm. We, above everybody else, ought to be following the instructions, the word of God. It's written out. It's right here. The I'll, manual I'll on how to live. Obviously, they read another book. Huh? About, <laughs> they read another book. Self-help manual. books and all this. Look at Matthew 22. Uh, Matthew 22 is, is an account of um, mm. the marriage supper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no. oh yeah, yeah. And there was one, one. individual. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Who came to the marriage supper who was not dressed appropriate. Mm. And the king singled him out. Yep. The who? The king. King. The who? The king. Glory to God. (laughs) Singled him out. Yeah, yeah. And and starting in verse 11, and when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there was a man which had not on a wedding garment. Mm. And he saith unto him, friend, how camest thou in hither? Mm. Not having a wedding garment, and he was speechless. Uh-huh. Then said the king to the servants, Bind him hand oh, and foot, and take him away, and cast him into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. That sounds like hell to me. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. So if if God is not concerned yeah. about how we come in to what he's prepared for Uh-oh. us in yeah. his house. Why would this account be left here for us Mm -hmm. and to let us know that there are repercussions to you just coming into my house looking any kind of way? Because you're coming not only into a brick and mortar place, but you're coming into my presence. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. This attitude that we can come any old kind of way or the mind that we're not in God's presence, as you just pointed out. Uh, or there, there, or uh, there are things that's being withheld uh, uh, concerning God's people. They're not being taught, uh, or in most cases. Yeah. Uh, but we're in the time now. I thank God for this time that we're in, because those who didn't know have an opportunity to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one would be able to say that I didn't know. Nobody mm-hmm. told me. Mm-hmm. No one would be able to say that to God. In fact, I don't think we're going to be able to say anything to God on judgment. And when that judgment comes, mm-hmm. there ain't nothing to say. Nothing. All, been said. all has been said and done. You talked about it even. Mm-hmm. You know, everything that you do now mm-hmm. is going to be for my sentencing, mm-hmm. whether it be to eternal glory or eternal yeah, damnation. Mm-hmm. One of the two. What I invest in now is what I'm going to mm-hmm. reap later. That's the benefits I'm going to get later. And Praise also God. you said it's not being taught. Nor is it being demonstrated. demonstrated. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The word tells us over in Philippians 20, uh, 1 and 27, he said, Only let the go- your gospel be that become, or your conduct be mm-hmm. that become the gospel of Christ. All right. And it goes on and talks about being one accord and all. But, but there's a conduct that goes with this. Yes. Uh, once you put on Christ, it, you're not the same. Mm-hmm. You're not the same person. Mm-hmm. You know. And this attitude that can't nobody judge me. Well, it. How about correcting you? The Lord had me to talk about this past mm-hmm. Sunday. Uh, correct me if I'm in error. Mm-hmm. If you love me, mm-hmm. don't let me just go off thinking that I'm doing the will of God, mm-hmm. that I'm okay. This here, that, that was an excellent, excellent uh, uh, chapter, uh, Matthew chapter 22. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Uh, really? Amen. Uh, because there, there were consequences. He just walked up in there like it was no big deal. Mm -hmm. the that's, said, that's the attitude they got now. now. Uh -huh. right. God is right. not accepting everything that we're throwing at him. That's another attitude that mm -hmm. we have, that God just going to accept. Nope. Okay, King, calm down. Mm -hmm. No, he's not. He's rejecting. That's it. But here's the blessing. Even with King, God told him, he said, if you do good, yeah. when I receive you, you have an yeah. opportunity to change it. You can turn it around. Yeah. You don't have to stay that way, especially once the veil of ignorance has been removed. Mm -hmm. You're no longer blind now. Now your eyes are open. You can see what I'm saying. And I, I sent some an ambassador to show you what I'm talking exactly. about. Exactly. Praise God. Yes, that's what, that's what Jesus did. Mm -hmm. uh, he took on the form of a man. Amen. And he conducted himself like a son. Yes. He behaved like he didn't just say he was the son of God. He was, in fact, the son, son of God. Of God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord. And gave yes. us power to become Hallelujah. the yeah. same thing. He was Lord. Yeah. He was declared Lord at his birth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They declared him Glory Lord to God. <laughs> at his birth. Yeah. But he was just wrapped in this yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say this day in the city of, the city of David is a Savior. Christ the Lord. He was mm. declared by the angel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Lord. Glory to God. And and another thing also, not only are we ambassadors, but why did the Lord give us the Holy Ghost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the Holy Ghost for? <laughs> to His, guide us in all truth. And that's yes. according to yeah, what the word yeah. says. So are we gonna just be led by our own false reasoning and the world? Mm -hmm. Uh, are we going to be led by the Spirit? Mm -hmm. That's right. And you know, I know, yeah. you know, when you get up in the morning and start putting on your clothes, the Holy Spirit talking to you. That's right. He talking That's to you. Right. When you start giving, when you open your pocketbook to give y'all, the Holy Spirit yeah. talking. Mm -hmm. He talking he all day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. His job is to lead and guide us into who? All truth. Oh, the truth. The yes. way, the truth, the life. Yeah. But we got to follow. We got yeah. to submit. Mm. It's one thing to preach and teach and say these things. Yeah. And what did we learn from our pastor years ago? We teach what we know. Yeah. But we impart what's yeah. in us. Mm -hmm. And you will know a tree. By what? The fruit. The fruit. The, mm -hmm. tree gonna, if the tree is going to bear what's in it. it. Yeah. And you said it the whole time, that every seed bear fruit of its own kind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to come in here looking like that thing with the wrong garment on, that's what's in you. Mm -hmm. Read that again, Matthew 22. <laughs> Please read that, Matthew 22, and start at 11. And 13 again. Mm. 22. Can we start at 10? Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. Okay. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all as many as they found, both bad and mm -hmm. good. Yeah. And the wedding was furnished with guests. Mm -hmm. And when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there a man which had not on a wedding garment. Mm -hmm. So this is the tree that coming in here, and he go, the tree ain't gonna do nothing but bear what's in it. Mm. And so he said, "What was that last thing you said, Elder?" 
he came, the, he saw a man mm -hmm. which had not on a wedding garment. Mm -hmm. And he saith unto him, Friend, how camest thou in hither, not having a wedding garment? Mm. And he was speechless. Yeah. Then said the king to the servants, Bind him hand and foot, and take him away, and cast him into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Yeah. My for, question, ma uh, for many are called, few. but few are chosen. Yeah. My question is, the same question, how come you in here not having, mm. not having a wedding garment? Yeah. What is that? Don't you know where you're going? Mm -hmm. Don't you, you know do. what yeah. you've been called to? Yeah. Don't you know what you've been summoned to? Mm -hmm. So why are you coming in here not having on a wedding card? Yeah. You know, not exemplifying what the king has ordained for us. Uh -huh. This is where we have to come against that spirit of mind blindedness. Mm -hmm. It's a spirit that blinds the mind. Yeah. And we walk around here and don't understand that the God of this world is going to blind you. Yeah. yeah. But we think that we are not blinded. Mm -hmm. We think we are, we are doing what is right. Yeah. But you walking as if you got a blindfold on and you don't see. You don't know where you're going. You don't know what you've been called to. Yeah. And then you don't recognize it as profane and you're going to, you know, puff yourself up and say, well, you know, what is this? Yeah. Don't you know you're in the house of God? Yeah. Don't you know that you're representing the king? Do you know these things? Mm -hmm. And this is what I'm saying, is that out of all of what God has done for us, and you mentioned it, we're only, we barely giving the tenth. He's yeah. giving us 100%, and we barely, and, and got an attitude about giving him right. 10 cents. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he's giving you all things richly to enjoy. Yeah. Everything that pertains to life and godliness. Mm -hmm. And what are you giving him? Yeah. What is he even requiring? He's not even asking for a whole lot. Yeah. For all of that. Yeah. And and that what he asked for, we ain't even do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, know? you don't want to even want to change in his presence. That's what I got from this too. Mm -hmm. There's so many layers Lucky to this. Day. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, that that God requires change. Oh yeah. There has to be change. Even when he raised Lazarus, it take him loosing from those grave clothes. Uh, he wasn't a mummy walking around. You're not dead. You're alive. Live. Uh, in the abundance of my grace, my love is sufficient. My grace is sufficient. My love is everlasting. What do you lack? Nothing. Nothing. This, Amen. this one is one. This this. Message today, message today was. But I tell you, Please that's God. what Jesus went about. He went about preaching the principles yeah. of the kingdom. Of the kingdom, yeah. He said, "Repent, before the kingdom of heaven is at hand." And we got to understand what he really saying. Yeah. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Mm -hmm. If you want to go there. Remember, you are a free will moral agent. If you don't like the terms, like a lot of people talk about America, I said, well, you go somewhere else. You don't have to live here. You know, if you if you so upset with America, you go somewhere else. You know, you don't have to live here. You can get your money and pack up and leave. 
And I don't believe that it's not that they don't like America. They want America to bow to them. That's what it is. And that's not going to happen with the body of Christ. But I just wanted to share with you during this Christmas season, I want you to keep your focus on Christ. Keep your eyes on him. Amen. When things come up uh, and intervene in your life, always go back and acknowledge him. What Lord, what do you have to say about this? Mm. Don't be impulsive and lean to your own understanding. Acknowledge him first. Seek him first. Yeah. And if they ain't got time for you to wait to seek God, tell them bye-bye. Mm. You know, I seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, the way he does and be right. And then I'm safe and all things can be added unto me. And I just thank God because of what he told those people um, in John seven thirty nine. He told those people at the Feast of Tabernacles, he said, if any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. Come to me. He that believeth in me, as the scriptures have said, the woman, uh, the Samaritan woman at the well, she found out. Mm -hmm. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters. That means that the waters that I give you, you will never thirst again. We sing that. Amen. Amen. The rivers of living waters, this spake he of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. I'm praying for you. I pray for you every day. Lifting you up, my radio listening audience and Facebook audience. Lifting you up before the Lord, that the Lord will be glorified in you. Amen. God bless you. I love you. And you have an outstanding morning. Thank you for your response and your prayers. I thank you for them. We receive them and we feel the results. In Jesus' name, I bless you. Amen. Amen.
Sunday.